This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Grace you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Thursday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can reach me on Twitter. I will use some of your comments possibly during the show. Reach me at Dominic TV, Instagram, and Facebook, Dominic Carter TV. When it rains, it pours. I'm referring to the situation of former President Donald Trump. Imagine what, what, what his world, what his life must be like when the entire establishment is coming at you. Well, lawyers for Trump want to push back his upcoming civil rape trial so he can have a cooling off from what they call, quote, breathless news coverage of his New York legal battles. The media OJ'd him in terms of his vehicles. Seems reasonable to me that if everything continues moving as fast as it's moving, it's not fair to Trump. As a matter of fact, he has a deposition this morning at 9.15 a.m., with State Attorney General Letitia James. It's just one thing after another, after another, after another, and there's still the issue of what what the feds may do, the Justice Department, and, of course, still outstanding is the situation uh, in Georgia. So, as you know, uh, based on the interview the former president did with Tucker Carlson on the Fox News Channel, he says that he will not, drop out of the 2024 presidential race if he's convicted of a felony in the hush money case uh, brought by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Here's what he said to Tucker Carlson. Is there anything they could throw at you legally that would convince you to drop out of the race? If you get convicted in this case in New York, no, you I'd never drop, drop out. out. No, I'd never drop out. It's not my thing. I wouldn't do it. And good for you, Mr. Former President, because this case is is a little do about nothing here, and uh, it really should not be uh, before the court before the court system. But we'll see how it all plays out. And he also uh, added that he doesn't believe that he'll be convicted in the first place. I've been telling you that for now a few weeks. The former president also predicted that Mr. Biden, the current occupant of the White House, will not run. But there's something wrong. I saw his answer today on television about whether or not he was going to run to a very nice guy named Al Roker. I mean, you can't get a softer question than that. That was a long answer, talking about the eggs and the this and that. Look, I don't think he can. But say what you want. They didn't expect him to get it. Yeah. You know, people could say he won an election. You know, they, it, it always goes, I got the most votes of any person, any sitting president in history. I was told if I got 15 million less, I couldn't lose. They're surrounded by vicious, smart people, radical left people, but they're very smart and they're very vicious. It's not him. It's not him. Interesting. And uh, w- this is one of the topics we're going to be taking your telephone calls on 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Sometimes when it rains, it pours that old saying, 
Trump is forced to defend himself on a number of fronts, and it, it can't be a pleasant experience, but but uh, they, they have turned him into, they being the woke mob, they being the establishment, have turned him into a political martyr, and he's going to go full speed ahead no matter what. And, and anyone that knows him could have told you this a few weeks ago. So the question becomes on this local issue, what is she going to do that no one else has done before? New York City, Mayor Adams taps uh, an education department veteran as the New York City rat czar after a months-long uh, search. She's the first rat czar ever for New York City. We're going to talk about that. Also, it's crystal clear. Someone over at Anheuser-Busch needs to be fired. Someone needs to lose their job. The stock, the company has seen their stock drop by more than $5 billion since the company announced its branding partnership with controversial transgender social media influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Since March 31st, since March 31st, shares of Bud Light's parent company have fallen by nearly 4%. That's not good news. Bud Light, somebody within the company thought this was such a great idea that they made some beer cans with Mulvaney's uh, photo to commemorate this partnership. And as we all know, as I mentioned last night, this Mulvaney endorsement deal has uh, caused a tremendous backlash. It prompted Kid Rock to shoot up several cans of Bud Light with an assault rifle. The company is dealing with the fallout from conservatives, but I am telling you, it is my contention, it's not just conservatives. And I have much love, much respect for my friends in the transgender community, but this is going too far. Mulvaney is firing back at her critics, accusing them of bullying her because she's a, quote, easy target. And here's one of the reasons why I say we can't play this game with reparations. I I don't know. I don't know if you heard about this. The Post played it big. But a Target security guard punched a customer in the face after she demanded reparations for the products that she had online. So in other words, she didn't want to pay for it. And she was at the checkout line with more than $1,000 in groceries and said reparations. This happened in Blue Ash, Ohio. An ugly incident. And the woman, Karen Ivory, asked the cashier for the manager regarding the bill and reparations. We can't play this game. There are people that are on the edge, and something like this can simply push them over the edge. And so, uh, according to published reports, she wouldn't leave. Uh, the security security guard came. She apparently followed him back to the office, pushed her way into the office, and uh, and he uh, he hit her and uh, hit her cold. The Louisville bank shooter's mother, she tried was informed of the unfolding situation, according to what she's telling officials, as she made a tense 911 call saying she heard her son was headed to the bank with a gun. She sounded shaken as she tried to warn police after hearing about his plans from a roommate in the newly released emergency call. And you have to feel for her in this situation because she tried. She tried to uh, give officials the the, the uh, alarm of what was about to happen, but she could not get to uh, officials in time, and, and we all know uh, what, what played out. 
Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We're now going to open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's begin with Robert in Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hi. Good morning. Bragg is not above, Bragg is not above the law. He has to comply and appear. You want a little law? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, well, he it, uh, The only way he has to comply and appear is if he's subpoenaed, and he's not subpoenaed. He has been. Uh, my understanding is he has been. Well, I, I have to double-check that, but um, I, I don't believe that he has been subpoenaed. But, Robert, I will double-check that uh, and get back to you on that. Uh, that's the only way that you can make him appear, the only way. And the bottom line is he's suing and they're doing a tit-for-tat, I, I think the Judiciary Committee, I, I think that you and I agree on this, that they're doing the right thing in terms of let's see. And I think it's wonderful that uh, on Monday, Jose Alba, the Harlem bodega worker, will be one of those testifying. That man spent several nights, thank you for the call, Robert, spent several nights at Rikers Island and, you know, his life was turned upside down. And so why shouldn't we hear from him? Why not get the other perspective? It's a, it's a good thing, and it should happen. Let's go to Miguel in Flushing. Good morning, Miguel. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's good to talk to you again. Good morning. Uh, so the rats are, what qualifications was he looking for? Because this lady works in the Board of Education, I think. Yes. So why, how did she get hired? I mean, this doesn't make sense. This is another bureaucrat hired by uh, Eric Adams. Well, her name is Kathleen Karate, and uh, she she uh, specializes in uh, urban sustainability and currently works at DOE as the director of rodent mitigation. I, st- I still don't know exactly what rodent mitigation means, but I guess it means it's your job to deal with the rats. But but the obvious question, Miguel is that if if you're not able to and she's she's going to coordinate between city agencies and with the uh the the private sector but if if the if if we're still seeing rats in a tremendous way within schools what makes you the qualified well, there, person there, for this job every, there's there's rats everywhere i mean they're all over the place and then the way that they're paying 170,000 i mean i apply for the position i would have killed i would have gone out there in the street and killed each rat with that salary and, and uh, package that they have, benefit package, to hire a, another bureaucrat, we're going to keep the same problem is going to keep happening because these rats are all over. I walk around this whole city. There are rats everywhere. The, the problem's getting worse. Wait till the summer. It's, it's going to be all over the place. And you, you don't think the new system that the city has in place where superintendents can't put the garbage out until, I believe, in most cases, 8 p.m., that's not going to help? I don't think so because there's still gar- – I mean, if you walk around the city, there's garbage everywhere. They're not really cleaning the way that – they're not improving the cleaning. You have to get rid of the garbage. The, the rats can still eat. I mean, when you look at these rats, they're fat. There's some of them – before, I didn't – now you see babies too, not only the big ones, which means that they're reproducing. I mean, they're all over the place. And they, they, are, they are reproducing, Miguel, and, 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 and you're correct. In some cases, they they are bigger than cats. And, yeah. Oh, it's oh. a big problem, and I don't see how this lady to hire another bureaucrat, someone that's going to sit in an office, it's going to fix this problem. We need somebody out in the street, and if you gave me that that position, I'll be out there killing them. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, this, is, this doesn't make sense. Miguel, I, I thank you uh, for the call, and you have a uh, wonderful morning. Let's go to uh, our friend Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, uh, hi, Donna. In reference to that uh, Blue Ash, Ohio, Target store case, there's nothing irregular about that case. The woman came with $1,000 worth of merchandise. She asked for reparations, and the guy gave her reparations, a punch to the mouth. What's wrong with that? That's what reparations should be. Mm. Well, listen, we have 
free city housing, welfare. You know, this country was not conceived with welfare. What do you talk about free housing and, and, and free, free welfare? That's, that's what reparations is all about. I mean, if they get repar- if they get what they want, when are they going to start working? When the reparations run out, they're going to say, "I still don't know how to get a job," right? Well, I'm I'm a, I'm against rep- reparations. I've, I'm I'm clear and on the record. Um, I I feel it's a crutch. Uh, it's not fair to uh, to people that have had nothing to do with the horrible things that have happened uh, in the past. And um, a- at some point, we have to go forward. Uh, I, I I don't I I wish he didn't I wish this incident didn't involve uh, violence uh, in Ohio, but but clearly Larry, this woman is was mentally ill. To to get online with the more than a thousand dollars worth of groceries and then ask for the manager and start talking about reparations, do do you see the mental illness hook? No, I don't. I don't. I'll tell you why. Because if you float a bizarre idea. Uh, uh, long enough and wide enough, pe- normal people are going to adopt it, and it's going to it's going to make them appear mentally ill. No, I don't. I disagree with you. Wow. Well, you know what? May- maybe, Larry. In the past, you've been right on some things. So, I mean, it, it's it's a sad commentary, but but maybe perhaps you're you're right on this one. I mean, I I I just don't get it. I I I mean, I I know why the politicians do it, Larry, but. It's situations like this that makes it very unfortunate where bad things can happen. It was bad for the cashier, bad for the manager, bad for the uh, for the security officer. But and, great for publicity. Great for publicity, Dominic. No, it shows no, you what it, this reparations it, it, is all about. No, if, if you're target, it's not it's not great for publicity in any, and any the, aspect. By the way, there's no ir- irony that it, would, it occurred in a place called Target. Right. Right. She, she she became the target. Well, Larry, thank you for the call and you have a wonderful morning. Thank you again. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Loretta in Brooklyn. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's been a while. Well, good morning, Loretta. How are you? I'm doing well. I just turned 78. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Easter weekend. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Thank you. And before I say anything, I would like to thank everyone who donated, Mary Ann and um, Glenn and Jennifer and Betty. And Betty also wrote a nice words of support, beautiful. I didn't get all of the printout. There's anonymous here, too. So thank you so much. Um uh, it, it goes beyond thank you. I mean, uh, who, who knew? Um, you're just trying to do what you can do, the best you can do. Okay, um, yes. Loretta, do you have a comment about yeah. about the, the, the news of the day? Yeah, well, about the rats. About um, the rats, okay. Right. I, I don't know. I don't care what they call this person and what they're paying her. This is only one complex I'm in, uh, in one borough. Uh, I left this morning about 11 o'clock. The uh, maintenance workers were putting out the garbage 11 a.m. They quit at 4.30. They're in a union. And when it was announced, before it went into effect, I knew it wouldn't work over here. It's not being enforced. So uh, we're going to live in rats, and God help us all because we need a bunch of cats. I used to have cats. I know. It's their job. But mm. uh, 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 it's not going to change uh, unless uh, the property manager keeps getting slapped with fines. Maybe that will do something. But well, uh, uh, I don't see how it's going to change because they're in a union. They're on the job from 7.30 or 8 or 8.30. They quit at 4.30. They punch out. And that's not going to change. They're in a union. And the, and the rats go 24 hours a day. No time clock. That's it. Loretta, thank you for the call and uh, bless you. And you have a uh, wonderful morning. And and I wasn't surprised at all of the uh, generosity of uh, WABC listeners. Uh, you know what? What I've found, generally speaking, uh, on on this program, that folks may may argue and be bitter with each other, but when push comes to shove, generally speaking. 
uh, we all have each other's back, and that's that's a wonderful thing. And I, I view this program on a nightly basis as a town hall where we can all come together and discuss the issues of the day of uh, what is going on. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? I'm good. Go right ahead, please. Okay. Uh, I had an idea about the, the the reparations for minority people. Instead of giving them to families, if they ever have this, why don't reparations to send children, the, the minority children, to uh, charter schools? Give them the option uh, of going to school you use the money in a in a very wise way. You won't uh, waste the money, Tony. You, you, you yeah. Tony, you you know that makes too much sense. <laughs> you 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 know that that idea makes too much sense, and it's it's a wonderful, great idea. But then, what's going to happen when all the unions come forward and say absolutely not? And you know that's going to happen. Yeah, I know, I know, but you got to do something. Well, you, you have you, to do you, something. You, you have to do something, and I I, I don't support uh, reparations, but um, uh, well, if, I, I really don't, I really don't need it, Dominic. Because, but if they're going to do this, uh, like in California, I mean, they're off their heads over there. Yeah, it does. As far as, go ahead, go as, far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, we had a civil war in this country, and uh, six hundred thousand people died in that civil war. And a lot of white boys died to free slaves. Okay, that's the first thing. Second thing is we had a war on poverty that spent billions and billions of dollars to the minority community. And maybe that would help with the Jim Crow situation, which was unfair and unjust to black people in America. So maybe the war on poverty could have helped with that. So I don't see, the, you know... Uh, People discussing all this stuff. If if somebody's going to be, uh, if if you want to get people out of their condition in the ghetto, you have to educate them, and and, and you have to get to the children. They're the only hope we have in this but, country. But Tony, the the difference in in how you and I see, see this issue. You said you have to educate uh people that are in the ghetto that that's was that was your exact uh term that you just used right the, the 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 difference that i have with you is that the people in the ghetto and ghettos could be white black latino asian they have to want to be educated there there's a big difference there tony i thank you for the call and i want you to have a uh a great morning. We are going to take a break. When we come back, I wanted to get to Joe and Jericho, Bill in Manhattan. But first, we've got to take a break. I'm going to do exactly that. Coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. has been another attack on an elderly Asian American. Uh, when does it stop? Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. We will be right back. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. So, New York City has a rat's czar. Uh, she worked uh, at the Board of Education. Similar job there. She's now going to do it citywide. But let's be real with each other. What is this new rat czar, the city's first, going to do that's going to be different and is going to put a dent in the in the uh, problem? The transgender issue. In front of us again, and uh, somebody at Anheuser-Busch needs to be fired. Whoever came up with this idea for this controversial um, uh, partnership with uh, Dylan Mulvaney, the transgender social media influencer, uh, I have said this repeatedly, folks. I will continue to say it, live and let live. I think that's the way most of us live our lives, but this is a bit 
too much. I'm thinking about one of our listeners, Francine in in, uh, Brooklyn, transgender for 40 years. I respect Francine. I respect uh, my friends in the gay community. I respect people that may be transgender. But to have uh, Miss Mulvaney for Nike advertising a sports bar, a sports bra, and she's prancing around in the video almost like almost like she's mocking society. And then the Bud Light uh, thing, which is a total fiasco, in which uh, the stock has gone down for Anheuser-Busch, now some $5 billion on the decline. So you're paying Miss Mulvaney, and you just took a $5 billion hit. And we are discussing the situation in Ohio in which a Target security guard punched a woman who refused to pay for her groceries and asked for reparations. You can't play with issues like this. This poor woman, who clearly something's wrong upstairs, went into the supermarket and tried to walk out with $1,000 worth of uh, groceries and and set reparations, and then had the nerve to ask for the manager, and then got into an argument with the security guard. And according to the security guard, she tried to enter the office he was located in, and uh, that's when it got physical, and he um, he clocked her. And uh, it's all unfortunate. Uh, let's continue with the uh, telephone calls. Joe and Jericho. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Dominic, my friend. Good morning. God bless you. Good, uh, the same security, guard should have called the, security guard should have called the police. They did. That way he would, did his job, and he shouldn't have hit her, but she shouldn't have tried to get into the – you don't know what she had. She could have had a gun. I don't know. She sounds like a nut. But you know something? They should uh, encourage people to go to Animal Care and Control on East 110th Street and First Avenue in Spanish Harlem and the one out on Outer Bridge on Staten Island and in Brooklyn, Queens, and the Bronx. Animal Care and Control, the last kill shelter, and adopt dogs and cats, especially those on death row, and the cats and the dogs will eradicate the rats. And New Yorkers have to clean up. They don't have to be such slobs, the dirty, filthy town. And on top of it, they talk about reparations. Dom, when are American veterans going to get reparations? We're in modern-day slavery. Amen. 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 Uh, a modern-day slavery as it relates to veterans. I agree with you, Joe. And you can call it reparations. You can call it a grant. You can call it whatever you want. But it it is needed. It is needed. But now, Joe, the only thing I take issue with you is you mentioned the cats to deal with the rat problem. I'm not speaking to my cat right now at home, my cat, Beyonce. We have a very expensive, and I'm just going to leave it at that, a very expensive uh, couch in the living room, couch set. I went to save money because I'm cheap. I flew down to North Carolina, drove this thing all the way back to New York. I did not know, Joe, and I thank you for the call. I didn't know, folks, that a cat can be more destructive sometimes than a dog. So I go into the living room, which I don't do often. My wife doesn't allow us to go into the living room. I still don't understand that. We can go to the great room, but nobody's allowed to go into the living room because it has white carpeting and a piano and all that. We're not allowed to go in there. So my thing is, why do we have this if I can't go in this room? And she basically waves her hand at me, but the cat is allowed in there. And you look, I I, I wanted to cry, folks. I looked at the couch I, I don't know why cats do this, but when they stand up and they, they stick their nails out and into the furniture, this cat has, and my cat's name is Beyonce. I lost my dog, as you all know, um, that listened to this program. And so I, I have my turtle, uh, Ricky. Uh, my son wanted to get two parakeets for my wife, so we have two parakeets, and then we have the cat. And the cat doesn't bother the birds, but he's destroyed our very, very expensive living room set. And my wife, because she loves the cat, basically could care less. But I'm not allowed to go into the living room. Nobody's allowed to go into the living room. I don't understand that. Let's go to Pete in New Hampshire. Good morning, Pete. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Tom. Sorry about your furniture loss. 
Yeah. Oh. But uh, anyway, Pete. Did, hey, Pete, did you know that about cats that they can be very destructive? I didn't know that. Well, the first thing, Dom, is we had a Russian blue who later died of leukemia or whatever, kidney failure. But that cat was a great cat. The only problem was a cat jumped up on the upper top of the upper cabinets in the kitchen and scratched the doors, all the whatever. The other thing, the reason I called Dom, though, however, wasn't about the animal side of things. Uh, it's about this uh, stuff with this uh, Dylan Mulvaney. You know, Dom, these corporations are going to learn a sad, uh, they're going to learn a very good lesson when this all this crap finally goes away. What they're going to learn, Dom, is don't play around with the sexes. Don't get involved in that stuff. It's going to cost them a lot of money. Right now, Nike's taking a hit because of Dylan Mulvaney. Someday, these people are going to wake the hell up, you know, Dom? Well, you, you know, you know, Pete, I, I'm really trying to be fair here, right? And so everybody, mm -hmm. everybody has a right to live. Everybody has a right to prosper. But and, and if you can get an influencer deal, then then more power to you. But it it, it th th this when is it all goes south, Dom. When it goes south, Dom. When it all goes south, guess who's the guess guess who guess who created the problem? The corporations or whoever has that business. Right. Well, I I, I can't see. I would imagine somebody at 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 uh, at uh, Bud Light. I would imagine somebody's being shown the door for whoever came up with this great idea. Which rocket scientist came up with this one? We, we, <laughs> we we're going to take a beer now. Now, of course, uh, of course, you want to uh, thank you for the call, Pete. Of course, you want to um, you want to expand your brand, right? So so here at WABC. I'm not going to do well if I just have the same listeners every night. I've got to expand the brand. That is the challenge that is before me, to to keep what I have and to expand. That's the challenge that's before Bud Light. But the big mistake they made is that you're going to lose part of your core base because people are utterly turned off by this. And it just it just didn't have to be this way. Now, if you want to do that influencer deal and just target it towards the gay community, then fine. But to take it mainstream, let's go to Janet in the East Village. Good morning, Janet. What's on your mind? Oh, hi, Dominic. I want to say something about your cat. First of all, I'm sorry about your couch. Oh. But the fact is cats will do that. They're cleaning their claws. That's what they're doing. They do this. Um, it's a dive they have automatically. They're very clean, as you know. Yes. When the cat pulls on things, when she stretches out and she claws at something, or he, they're cleaning their claws, and this is an essential function. So you must provide them with something. My cat used to destroy all my record albums. She'd go over to the cardboard, and oh. she'd pull, and she'd break down all the cardboard until I realized I had to give her something else to use. So my guess would be, I think they sell little posts with carpet around them. You have to train her to use something else, but she will use whatever is there. Okay, and but Janet, the only, but, Janet yeah. but, but I spent a lot of money on one of those things. It looks like uh, It looks like string. It's big, and the cat can stand up oh. on it the cat looks yeah. at me like i'm crazy and won't touch it oh i don't know the answer I, my guess would be uh talk to nancy sliwa you know uh, curtis's yes. wife knows yes. about cats yes nancy nancy's an expert tips for you she's an Absolutely. expert on this and and you know since since my dog died it seems like the cat is taking on the personality of the dog every morning the, the cat is meowing and he wants to go outside and just sit out on the on the deck and oh, but Janet, I mean, we spent a lot of money for this couch. I, I I'm not I allowed. I'm not allowed to go into the living room in my house, literally. And this cat, well, I can't. I can't do marriage counseling. <laughs> this cat, this cat. Thank you for the call, Janet. This cat has destroyed uh, with leaning up, cleaning its nails, as Janet says. And yes, yes, and that's the way the cat sounds. And then the cat looks at me like I'm crazy. So maybe I am. We are taking your telephone calls, a number of topics. Let's go to Jay in Ohio. Good morning, Jay. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, do you know that we got troops fighting and dying in Ukraine, fighting Russians? Wait, you said we have what now? We got troops 
Yes, yes, yeah, but no, 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 no. They're not fighting. They're protecting the embassy. But go ahead. What's your point, Jay? No, it's more than that. Okay, Jay, Jay, what is your point? Well, that's my. That's one of my points. Is that we got troops fighting and dying in Ukraine. Right? That's just a cover story about about protecting the embassy. Okay, Jay, your your phone line is breaking up. Are you still there? You gone? Okay, yeah, no, I'm okay, you still you still here? Okay, so all right, so but Jay, why? What's your point in telling me this? I'm aware of it. All right, all right, because like most people aren't aware of it. It's okay. not big news. Okay, all right, but but Jay, but but that's what you're telling me. The the, the version that we have is that they're protecting the embassy. Now you just said you just said. Wait a minute, Jay. You just said that our troops are over there dying. Where? Are you, what are you basing that on? Come on, man. Jay, 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 wait, Jay, 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 wait, Jay, Jay, let me just say this. I'm a journalist. I don't deal in speculation. I'm not one of these hosts, and there are plenty of them that will just engage in conspiracy. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. So it, it really turns me off. So do you have any evidence of this, Jay? Do, do I have any? Well, when, when the body bags start coming home, I guess we got to stand down there at Dover Air Base and start taking pictures. Okay, but notice you said when they start, which means that they haven't yet, which means that they're they, not they, fighting. Well, they probably have. Okay, what's your second point, Jay? All right, um, the, my second point is that lady, that lady that got punched in the face. What would have happened in New York had that happened? What do you think would have happened? Uh, I, I'm not necessarily sure. Do you have an answer? Yeah. Go ahead. I, I think I think they would have ar- arrested the security guard. Okay, you're, you're probably correct. And in your state of uh, Ohio, she was arrested and sentenced to a day in jail, and uh, I think some community type service. But um, but but, but do you know why though? But do you know why? Jay, I don't. Just because tell me what you have to say. Because there's still places in in the in this country where there's law and order. Plain right. and simple. Okay. All right. Well, that that's a good point, and you and I agree on that. I do appreciate your call. In a moment, I'm going to go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn, but let me stay in Brooklyn and go to Norman first. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Okay. Um, uh, I live in Curtis Lee was old neighborhood, and maybe his influence here has has uh, taken hold here. Um, because we have feral cats, like massive amounts of them here. Um, I got this giant gray one. They're fat, and they're eating um, all the rodents. Uh, we I used to have a mouse. I never had a rat problem, but I had that I know of. But I had I had mice problem, and I have not seen a mouse in years. Um, they're just uh, picking them off one by one. And, uh, you know, the the more feral cats you got, the more cats. And then my neighbors are feeding the cats in addition. So, I mean, it's great to be a cat in Canarsie. That's all I can tell you. Well, do you think this new rat czar will be effective for New York City? Nah, just another overpaid, do nothing. No, I don't think so. It's I don't I don't I don't think I don't think she's gonna. She's talking about cleaning up garbage. Okay, well that's you know sanitation. I guess that's good. But I don't know. I you know. Hey, listen, give her a shot. I mean, I'm not gonna knock her yet. But uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's kind of simple. You just carpet bomb your neighborhood with cats and bye bye ratty and bye bye mouse. Well, it may it may come to that. And of course, we know Norman that that's the solution that Curtis Lewa continues to believe would be effective. Audrey, also in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? You call me with food in my mouth, but I have to laugh at this uh, czar, the rat czar. Yes. It's, it's a waste of money, number one. And number two, haven't any people realized rats are not stupid? They figured it out. They'll come out after 8 o'clock. I say if you're going to put your garbage out no later than 8, pick the garbage up at 8.30. That's the only way somehow to be controlled. But they're out of control. How was your day? My day is going fine thus far. I hope yours is as well, Audrey. Uh, it says here you wanted to respond to Larry. Is that accurate? I just have to say, Larry, get your head out of the rock. I mean, really, it's people like you that make America a bad place to be. You're going to give someone reparations or you're going to kill them? <laughs> anyway. Wait, a, wait, 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 wait. Audrey, I'm, I'm not following. You You just said give them. As, um, reparation would be to harm folks. 
you know, violence. That's the way I took it. He said something like that. But he's always saying something with some nonsense. But history-wise, anyone that thinks they know anything about the Civil War and slavery and reparations, read some books and go outside of your neighborhood, because I'm supposed to live in a quote-unquote black neighborhood. FYI, we've been gentrified. But anyway, I have to say that. But great show. But, Larry, he's just, he's a bigot. I'm sorry. And you know it's wrong. And I know he has to do that because it suits him up. But one day I, hope, I pray that he becomes a better person. And reparations well, don't have to come in money. Well, Audrey, uh, thank you. Thank you for your perspective. Um, I'm sure, obviously, Larry does not agree with that. Next time I chat with him, I will uh, ask him about that. We are going to take a break. I see here that Tony in Florida says she has a problem. She has a fix to help me with my problem with my cat. My couch is destroyed. I'm not even allowed in my own living room, but the cat is, and now the couch is destroyed. We're going to go to Bill in Manhattan. We're going to go to Clifton, New Jersey, and we will also go to the Upper West Side. But when we come back, we'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. It's happened again, and I will keep talking about it because it is the right thing to do, and this type of bigotry must stop. A deranged man walked up to a 72-year-old Asian-American woman and slugged her in the face on a Manhattan Street Wednesday and what police are investigating as a potential hate crime. 72 years old. This took place as she was walking near Delancey and Allen Street and on the Lower East Side about 1 p.m. She was taken to a Bellevue Hospital listed in stable condition. It could have killed her. At least they caught the suspect in this case. He's been uh, charged uh, with assault as a hate crime. And uh, the 44-year-old suspect apparently exchanged no words with the victim before he allegedly punched her. You don't need me to tell you that this person has a lengthy rap sheet, including arrest for robbery, criminal mischief, menacing, criminal possession of a controlled substance. When or when are we going to understand that we need to just put them in jail and throw away the key? They'll get some compassion then, put them in jail, put them on Rikers, tell it to your fellow inmates. We'll we'll see how that works out for you. And I guarantee you, all of this nonsense will stop. All All of it will stop. Just put them in Rikers, leave them there. Two weeks, three weeks, whatever, leave them there. Let's go to Bill in Manhattan. Good morning, Bill. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Um, thanks for taking my call. You know, this rats are, those people have to be very highly educated in IPM licensed and all that. I haven't seen anything that she has any credentials at all. Um, but I, I wanted to respond really quickly to a, some, something really interesting Audrey said, because this piggybacks off of what uh, Pam said last night and David. It's absolutely true that you do not see drug dealers in front of white buildings selling in front of children. Like we saw with the actor Michael Williams, who recently passed away. There's a picture of him on Gazette uh, newspaper here, WNYC Gazette. They have a picture of him buying from the dealer the same day he died. You do not see that. In white neighborhoods, deals are in the apartment buildings. So the people will go upstairs, get their stuff, and go. But in black neighborhoods, also in Dominican neighborhoods, you see so many dealers up in Washington Heights. They come up to you on the sidewalk before you get to the dealer, and they say, oh, what do you need, man? What do you need? And they have everything. So I work up in the area, and you just see that there's so many in Washington Heights, man. There's so many of these guys up there. So people, we have to be honest about this. You don't see that in white neighborhoods. But, Bill, Bill, when when are we honest about anything? Uh, Yeah, but here's the point. A beautiful thing Audrey touched on, gentrification. Audrey, listen to me. I hope you're sitting down. When enough of these NPR liberals move into Harlem, as they're already doing, and they start calling the cops on the drug dealers, these nice NPR ladies, that's when the cops will show up, Audrey. And that's why the black community gets played twice by liberals. 
they, blacks will be gentrified out of Harlem. And the people who are taking over Harlem now, Audrey, when they're calling for the ticket, yo, get these drug dealers off my block. <laughs> Audrey, that's when the drug dealers will be removed. You know that's what, Bill? Black you, people you, have to stand up and you, say you it. You know what, Bill? You're, you're correct. You, you really Thank are. You. because but But the culprit in all this happens to be these African-American elected officials that are compromised and they tolerate this. And you're right. When when there's a racial change in the community, these problems have a way of just going away. You are correct, because they won't be tolerated. Thank you, Dominic. You're the perfect person to have right every night to talk about this, because there's no one better than you, uh, Dominic, to hold court every night and let us discuss this. But I hope Audrey thinks about that, because I'm telling you, Harlem's going to look like Mayberry in 20 years, okay? And when it does, if it keeps going the way it is, um, these these drug all these drug deals will be gone, and these white NPR ladies will be like, "Oh, I don't want this. What is this?" But it, that's how it works. I don't I want to keep beating it to death. But I'm sorry about your cat, Dominic. And uh, well, well, uh, but yeah, Curtis's wife will definitely fix that. But thanks so much for doing what <laughs> you thank do. You. Thank and you. I, I will talk to Nancy Sliwa about it. Let's go to Tony in Florida. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind in Florida? Tony, good morning. Um, my husband and I had had about eight cats for the last 41 years, you know, different cats. And um, that the thing that you got from your cat to scratch on, does it have a carpet cover? It has. It's covered with, like, the string-like material on the bottom. So it's, like, stringy it's, all the way. What's the I – mean, I don't know the name of that string. Cecil? It's, Cecil? I, I I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. But the cat looks at me like, ah, eh, and he won't even go near it. He won't touch it. Nothing. My cats love that stuff. Uh, we have towers made out of it, you know, with beds and everything. Mm-hmm. And I have to buy a new one about every two years. But they sell stuff to cover your furniture just from cats. Well, you Tony, Amazon? you know what, Tony? Well, I, I did. It, what it's a, a day late? A, 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 whatever the <laughs> saying is, Tony, this expensive couch is gone. It looks like someone. It looks like someone took sandpaper, and and coarse sandpaper, and rubbed it up and down on, in three areas on the couch. And 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 your wife doesn't mind. She looked at me like, "What am I complaining about?" But I'm not allowed, <laughs> Tony. Why? Why? I don't know if this is a male thing. Why Why? Why are men not allowed to go into their own living room? I don't know. My mom did the same thing. None of us were allowed in the living room. But, is, but, but isn't it, it? Okay, so, so Tony, I'm fortunate enough to have a, a huge great room, right? And so we hang out right. in the great room. That's what the right. TV is, the fireplace. But what's the – it's called a living room, meaning shouldn't we live in it? I mean, meaning uh, socialize in it, hang out there. I've been in my living room maybe five minutes for the last 15 years. I'm not allowed okay, in the, the room. Thing is, yeah, with the living room, that's for her guests, not for the family. Oh, so it's not for me. It's, it's for the guests. Okay. Well, Tony, right. thank you for enlightening me on, <laughs> on, on how this all works. Uh, thank you. But So the cat can roam, destroy, do anything he wants. But I'm not allowed in the room. Okay. Tony, thank you. I appreciate your call. Let's go to the other Tony in Clifton, New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Just a funny story about a cat, and then I want to tell you about Eric Adams Ratzar quickly. So my cat, when I got her, I was working in the city, so she destroyed a couch. And when I wanted the Salvation Army to pick it up, I was going to donate it. They refused to take it. (laughs) It was that bad, huh? It was that bad. It was that bad. <laughs> so, well, I hey, Tony, all, all I can tell you is that a very nice leather couch, you know, it matches the carpet. Again, I drove this thing. It's a, a two-piece set, three-piece set. <laughs> I drove this thing up myself from one of those custom uh, furniture stores in North Carolina. And the thing yeah. looks like looks like we just bought it yesterday until you get to the area where the cat has been. And so the cat doesn't mess up the bad couch in the great room. The cat goes to the living room. So I guess the cat has more sense than I do, Tony. So so the only thing that worked for me were quilts. Any kind of cotton quilt over a couch covered will stop her from scratching on it. She'll what is that? A, a, a cotton what? A cotton quilt. 
Okay. So now. Like a heavy bedding quilt. uh Uh-huh. So now to cover the entire couch. And that's what I do because I didn't want her to tear up all my furniture. Mm. Okay. Well, and she's she's listening as we're talking. Well, so, that, 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 I, your, your cat's listening. That's Alicia. So <laughs> I wanted to tell you, um, on Eric Adams, um, Dominic, he hired a woman who was from the Department of Spacing and Education, which, you know, she's been around the city for a while, and I suspect he did that because he's been in trouble himself with his rat issues. And I think it's just my thought. He wanted an insider who would, you know, keep him out of trouble because he has his own problems with rats. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want somebody from the outside to get hired because, you know, he he, he would have a new person in his, in his sort of, uh, you know, town, you know, that might be disruptive to him. Maybe he can't trust them. A new person it can be trouble in a company. So I suspect after several months or a while of looking, so funny he keeps somebody that's like in the Department of Education because that's where the announcement came from. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it, Tony, I, I appreciate your call. <laughs> and, uh, you know, f- for the mayor to engage in a national search, and with all due respect to the woman that he hired, but uh, this this is the best that you can do. Someone from the uh, Department of Education. It's it's all it's all very interesting. We'll see how effective she may be. Uh, my my guess is um, it's not going to necessarily put much of a dent into the rat problem in New York City. In a moment, I'm going to go to Andrew in New Jersey, but first I want to bring in Frank Morano and Hello, the other Derek. side of Midnight. Good morning to you, Good sir. Good morning. How much? How many hours of this weekend's programming do you think we're going to have to hear from Curtis about the new rat czar that's not named <laughs> Curtis Lee? I mean, does he need to come up with any other subjects? This oh, is going to oh, be hey, at least hey, twelve wait. hours. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Yeah. Frank Morano's making a comment about Curtis Lee. What? I'm not supposed to laugh. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say anything because he's going to play back this entire That's conversation. Right. Backwards. <laughs> well, looking for hidden messages. He will. That's he right. will. That's right. See, see yeah. Exactly. See, he's see. already gearing up. What, what? So, so wait. So it's Thursday. So that means you have Brian Kilme. Brian Kilme. That's right. You okay. got our schedule uh, memorized. Uh, what? What else do you have? This we got morning? the AC report, and uh, I'm going to be joined by our colleague in studio, Laura Curran. She's going to join me. She's for the, wonderful. She, she, what a great voice, right? And just a yes. nice lady and a smart lady. So we had agreed that she's going to join me in the last hour of the show from 4 to 5, but I'm just catching up on my email now because you know when you work these backwards hours, you're 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 yes. so behind. Yes. So I just saw her email that she sent me yesterday saying, just confirming that we're still on for 5 to 6 tomorrow morning. So I'm hoping she doesn't show up at 5 thinking that I'm on the air till 6. So I am hoping Laura Kern will be here at 4 o'clock. And uh, we're going to talk AI with uh, Alexander Dup- Zupatov, a a terrific lawyer and a terrific writer. A lot to get to. Interesting show coming up. I will be uh, listening, and I hope I hope that uh, that Miss Curran uh, uh, makes it for the uh, for the right. We time. are nothing if not adaptable. I would just feel bad for her if she yes. gets here at five. And so, Andrew in New Jersey, you've got about thirty seconds. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Go right ahead. Yeah, with the assault on Asians, my wife is Asian, and with the reporting. She was uh, shook up, but we explained to her that living here in New Jersey, we live in a red area. Those assaults happen in blue cities run by Democrats, so, so she doesn't have to worry about being assaulted as long as she's not in New York City or some other blue city. And also, just want to say, if they were Trump supporters, imagine the coverage it would get. Reparations should okay. be by the Democrats. Okay, I, I got it, folks. Keep it right there. Frank Morano's coming up next, but first, news headlines, Alex Barnard.